Thank you so much, Hillary. Uh, I got a crash course on home title theft a while ago when they basically emailed to me, hey, it looks like your home's been stolen. And I looked at the documents and they were like, real my real documents and they i was like this could easily be done and it took me a minute to realize it was home title lock showing me how easy this was uh to be done home title fraud is one of the fastest growing crimes in america you're not protected by your bank or your identity theft programs you need to go to hometitlelock.com to protect yourself from this because if if what happened to me when they were showing me how this works was real i would be spending the next few years trying to unravel it within the local governments and the courts and the legal system and all of these things with the banks. It's a disaster. And even if you do get your money back, which is not necessarily all that common, you spent thousands of dollars on lawyers to do it. It's a disaster. Don't let it happen to you. Use the code radio for 30 risk-free days of protection. The code is radio at hometitlelock.com. I have this. Glenn has it. Pat has it. We all have it because we want to protect our home's title. Hometitlelock.com. The code is radio. HomeTitleLock.com. Back in about 15 seconds with the radio program. program it's friday and we have something real positive to share with you real positive uh something that i think will uh ground you and center you just a bit we begin in 60 seconds the glenn beck program it is so appropriate that our uh, sponsor for this half hour is legacy box you have all these memories sitting in a box in the garage or up in the attic you have all of your, like in my case, I have films from my childhood I've never seen. Probably I'm not included. I mean, I'm the third child, so I guarantee you I'm not in any of those films. <laughs> uh, By that time they had tired of the parenting thing. Yeah, yeah. My, fo- my folks, you know, my dad got a tape recorder and he recorded some tapes of, you know, the kids. And then there's one with me. Hey, Glenn, say something. And that's it. That's the last time we recorded anything. <laughs> uh, Legacy box. Um, don't let them collect dust. Don't let them decay. Take that box out and don't miss a chance to preserve your memories with Legacy box. Service is really easy. You take their kit, safely send the moments you want preserved. Their experienced team is going to create a digital collection by hand. Then all of that stuff comes back to you. Store it on the cloud, a thumb drive or DVD along with all of the original content that you sent. If you wanted to do this yourself, it would cost you hundreds of dollars. Right now, you'll save 50% off and get started for as low as 39 bucks. Go to LegacyBox.com slash Beck. Take advantage now. Limited time offer of 50% off. LegacyBox.com slash Beck. Hurry. Get this while supplies last. You know, I uh, I have a good friend that I just I just love because he is one of the few people 
that is a big star that is actually 100% real. And you hear it in his music. Uh, my friend is Aaron Watson, and he joins us now. Hi, Aaron. How, how are you, friend? It's been Hi. a while. I've been missing y'all. I know. Well, I, I, I love, I get emails from you from time to time, and then you'll, you'll say, oh, man, I just came up with this song, and you'll send it to me, and I can <laughs> listen to it, and then you won't let me share it with anybody. Uh, and I've been dying to share this, so can we get right to it? Can you Absolutely. Tell me where this came from. When, was it over the summer you sent this to me? Yeah, you know, I uh, I had a little extra time on my hands this summer. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. You know, between the, the honey-do list and yeah. my new garden and the right. chickens. <laughs> right. You know, my yeah. touring schedule kind of halted for a while. Yeah. But um, I just, for me, over the last year, even before the pandemic, I thought to myself, I said, you know what? It's important that I start making more music with meaning. Hmm. And I actually started this album before all of this Nonsense. you know but this uh, but everything it's been, that, been building it's been building yeah. it's we've talked about it a couple years ago and, and 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 really so much of the advice you've given me with your independent status mm-hmm. and the way you think really inspired me to to make music for my fans make music for this country music that makes the world a better place even if it's only in my little corner just to, even if I'm only having a positive influence on my neighborhood or my community to do something that makes the world a better place. And I wanted to write a song where it's like, hey, you know what? This country has been through hard times before. This country has had its ups and downs and we need to stay positive. We need to love each other. We, you know, I always tell people they're like, you know, when they're talking about What's going on in Washington, D.C.? I was like, you know what? I'm trying to focus on what's going on in Taylor County right now. Mm. You know, it's like I, I want right. to make sure that I'm taking care of the people in my community. And I think this song, American Soul, I, I want it to be, be a song that I'm not trying to change the, the world. I just want to make music that 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 puts a smile on the faces of my fans, but also gets them when we're so surrounded with bad news all the time kind of takes them back to yeah what matters what and matters what, and what you felt i listened to this over the summer over and over again and i just loved it and have waited for the day yes the, today's the uh, day today's the day that you can uh you can hear it it's called american soul by aaron watson listen All the old men at the diner Telling tales too tall to tell They're all bragging about the good old days And how this country has gone to hell But as for me, I believe We got a heartland full of hope We're coming back around Cause you can't hold down the American soul It's the joy of grandma laughing And grandpa's funny jokes it's the rumble of those old baseball cards Flapping between the spokes It's a 4th of July picnic It's farm made and rock and roll From town to town You can hear the sound of the American soul Oh say can you From the heart 
some words of amazing grace And it's born in the USA It's those Yankees in the playoffs Those Cowboys on a Sunday It's a red, white, and blue It's the yellow, brown, and black It's those rotten old Republicans And those darned old Democrats Say, can you It's the roots and the boots from the hard hat to the steel toe It's the hustle and bustle, blood, sweat and tears that build the backbone of the American Aaron Watson, American Soul. Um, when I heard that, I heard something that I've really only heard Donald Trump try to relate to, and he did, mm-hmm. which is the guy that nobody's listening to, the mm-hmm. guy that nobody's noticing. Mm-hmm. You know? Absolutely. The little guy. It's the American people. I mean, that's that's what makes the soul the soul of this country. It's it's like they, they talk about it, it. The church. It's not the building that makes the church. It's the people within the church that make the church. And that's what makes America America. It's not this select elected a few elected few people mm-hmm. that, that that that's not America. That's part of our government. But this country was built on on the American people. And I, I tell people, I was like, I, I don't care if Mickey Mouse is elected president or Donald Duck. I mm. care about my country. But regardless of who gets elected, I'm going to wake up every morning. I'm going to work hard. I'm going to pay my taxes. I'm going to be the best dad that I can be. And I'm going to focus on the things that I can control. And mm. I mean, I, I care about the future of this country. Yeah, I know you do. And, and that's why I thought to myself, you know what? What can I do? To make an impact. And I was like, I have my music. The American people have, um, they're tired. They're tired and tired. they're beaten down. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, I listened to, are you familiar with the uh, uh, group AJR? I've heard of them. Okay. I think they're really good. My son turned me on to them. Mm-hmm. And I think they're really good. They're, I listen to them, like I listened to them on the way in today, because their lyrics are positive. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're, they're, they're just, you, you don't give up. You know, don't yeah. listen to what other people say. Just do it, mm-hmm. you know, um, and everybody has their own gift. And instead of doing what everybody else is doing or you're doing what your gift is yeah. and adding to the puzzle piece. And Yeah, exactly. Can I can I ask you, um, because I know this, I, I used to be a music programmer 
um, yeah. for radio uh, for a long time. And um, I know how the music industry works. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I know how freaked out. I remember, you remember, Stu, were you with me when somebody in Nashville called me into their office and, uh, and I just started the blaze and they said, do you have any advice for us? Because it was the, the record industry was falling apart, yeah. falling apart. And they didn't, ha- they didn't have any idea what to do. And I remember walking out of the office thinking, boy, they just don't get it. Mm-hmm. Um, you're the only and uh, I, I, the first, and I believe the only artist to chart at number one as an independent with yeah. almost no stations Mm-hmm. playing you yep which is incredibly unheard of yeah uh and very hard to do your last five albums have all charted top five even though now corporate radio refuses to play you because yep. of the the pushback from the record labels because they don't want other artists to do what you've done because then they're out of business yeah I'm definitely my business model is a threat to the the mainstream uh, major label way of doing things because if all of a sudden you have all these independent artists out there yeah. not needing major record labels to have radio success, then it it puts them all out of a job. So it's it's the politics, but for me it became it becomes very personal because music is the family business. Mm. So when I have program directors at stations that have been playing me, telling me I'm getting calls from New York telling me I cannot play you anymore. It becomes personal. Mm -hmm. And for me, it's more, it's not like, I'm not bitter. I'm so blessed. I mean, just like you said, I mean, the reason why we charted an album number one on country billboard is because God's blessed me with the best fans in the world. I mean, what you've done for me with, the Vaquero record, the Red Bandana record. I mean, it's been amazing. Your fans and my music they go, go hand, hand in hand. hand. Yeah, they do. It's been amazing. I mean, before all this shutdown, you know, after every show, I'm hanging out at the merch booth. I, you know, you buy a ticket. I always tell people, you bought a ticket, the hugs are free, you know, <laughs> after shows. So many of your people coming and supporting me. But it's one of those things where it, – I, t- I've, I finally have taken it very personal. There's been so many. We've done things. We have, there's only been three songs in 60 years on top 40 radio that have charted top 10 by an independent artist. And I think, well, uh, Out of Style was the only one to do it in the last 20 something years. And, and then we had a couple of top 40s, but we started, we just, we got ousted. We got booted. And you know what? I thought to myself, I don't have to put up with this. I'm going to fight for my business. It's uh, it's remarkable to me how we're fighting for our voice to be mm-hmm. heard and we're independent and everyone who's not independent is suddenly coming to us going, how do we do this? Yeah. How do we do this? How can we do this quickly? How can we do this? Um, because they're snuffing out voices. Mm-hmm. People don't realize that the voice of the independent artist mm-hmm. is also gone it's It's, just gone It is absolutely gone and that's where i thought to myself so it's you know i i know i know from a business standpoint that since i'm the custodian and the ceo at my label 
that I need to be talking about everyone going and buying the new album, American Soul, or downloading it and streaming it, and it's out there now. But <laughs> I put this album out last Friday, and then I went back in the studio two days later, and I recorded another record. Which you would never do if you were on a label. Never, never. never. But I'm, I'm hungry, and I'm, I'm, I'm fired up, and I'm excited about the music, and I'm excited about being that voice for for not just independent artists everywhere, but the small businessman. I mean, you don't have to, I mean, I'm not going to go down without a fight. And, and, and rather than throw punches with my fists, we're going to do it melodically speaking. <laughs> and it's fun. And I have something to say. Are you back on the road again? Um, no, we, we had a little, we, we, we took the, the, the little four month um, involuntary vacation. Mm-hmm. Had the time of my life. Yeah, we did too. You know, we talked, you and I talked on the phone yeah. about it. And I've told people, I'm like, listen, shows were canceled. A lot of money was lost. And I made priceless memories with my family. Likewise. And, Likewise. and that's all you can do is look at it like that. Um, I found ways that it, more than anything, it showed me that there is, you can find a way to get it done. And Hang on just a second. I, let me take a one-minute break and we'll come back with uh, Aaron Watson. The, uh, the name of the uh, new album is the name of the song you just heard, American Soul. This guy does it all. I love, the, I love seeing the photos of your kids, you know, packing up the CDs and packing up the oh, yeah, uh, albums they... to ship out. I mean, it is a family business. Expensive labor. Uh, <laughs> we'll send the state your way. Yeah. Uh, let me tell you about our uh, sponsor this half hour. It is Rectech. At the uh, end of the week, here we are again. And um, firing up the grill again. We've already fired it up once this week. We're going to fire it up on the weekend. And it's going to be about 50 degrees here in uh, Dallas. I know. Sorry, Minnesota. Sorry, everybody up north. Sucks to be you. Uh, it's nice here in Texas. Uh, but even if you're up in the snow and you have a rec tech, you don't have to stand out there the whole time. This thing you can start up by an app on your phone. You can get it to the right temperature, then go put everything out. It will tell you really when the steaks or whatever you're cooking is exactly right. It's a rec tech. I want you to check this out. AB compare with the best grills out there, and you will find that nothing is even close to a rec tech. R E C T E Q dot com. Rectech.com. Visit them now. Rectech.com. 10 seconds. Station ID. We're with Aaron uh, Watson, uh, who has just released his new uh, CD uh, called American Soul. Well worth the, uh, the uh, money. Well worth it. Um, when you look at uh, what's happening to us, when, when will you go back on the road? I don't know. Um, we had the opportunity, we've had the opportunity to play some shows this summer in mid-July. I got asked to play a wedding. <laughs> there wasn't a lot of money in it. And right. I said, absolutely. Because the thing about it is, is, you know, my dad is a disabled veteran. My dad's my hero. My dad was also a custodian growing up. And I cleaned toilets side by side with my dad for all those years. And I always tell people, you're only worth what someone will pay in that moment. And I remember I got on Facebook or in and Instagram and all that. And I said, hey, guys, 
I go, I'm going to play this little wedding. And I was just thinking, you know, I'm not touring. So if you have birthday parties or quinceañeras or bar mitzvahs, <laughs> barbecues, call me You're up. There. It's a once in a lifetime. I went and played a little girl's birthday party. I didn't charge them. Um, <laughs> but just 20 miles from Abilene. Because I was like, I'm going to do this. Because I love I love people. And um, didn't that happen on, I think I follow you on, on social media. Didn't that happen? Didn't she, what, it, it, it happened on social media. Didn't yeah, it? This, yeah. This sweet little girl, special needs, invited me to her birthday. And um, she's, her name's Ginger Joe. That's, that was her name, Ginger Joe. And um, we sang together. And probably the song that I, my least favorite song in the history of music is that Old Town Road song. And Ginger Joe asked me if I'd sing it with her. And I said, yes, yes. ma'am. <laughs> and I Googled the words. But, you know, gosh, this year has just, it, is, it has changed me for the better. It's made me so much more appreciative of, mm. of the blessings around me, my family. I'll tell you, you'll love this. You, you'll love this because, because you have kiddos and you'll get this. Oh, by the way, I, I'm, this is my ADD speaking. My mom this feather, my mom painted this feather. It's on the back of the uh, album. On the album. Red, and white, and blue. Yeah. Very, very politically isn't incorrect. That, isn't that great? <laughs> yeah, it is beautiful. And, and, and then we put, put, it it in, the put it in the hat. But my daughter came to me. I'm always talking to her when we pray at night. I'm like, Lord, give her the strength. Okay. I said, Lord, give Julie the strength to, to always do what's right. She came to me yesterday. She said, Dad, I'm really bothered that Taylor Swift uses so many bad words in her new songs now. And I said, okay. She said, I want to make a video to encourage her to not follow these other pop artists that cuss all the time. Mm. And I said, she goes, can I do that? I said, absolutely. She goes, will you post it? And I said, okay. <laughs> so you, so I'm, I'm the artist Aaron Watson now, but I, I'm, I'm pretty sure in a few years I'm going to be the guy that is now the bus driver for Jolie Kate Watson. <laughs> Would you do me a favor and absolutely uh, raise my kids? Uh, love Man. for my kids. <laughs> bring them to bring them yeah. to Abilene. All right. uh, Aaron Watson. The name of the new album is American Soul. Uh, if you've never heard any of your music, his music, you're going to go down a great wormhole. Aaron Watson. Thank Thanks. Thanks. This is the Glenn Beck program. All right, let me uh, tell you about our uh, sponsor. It's Car Shield. So you're sitting there on the side of the road, listening to the rain drum on the roof of your car, thinking, yeah, when I get out, I'm going to be soaking wet. Um, the towing guy's supposed to be on his way, but I heard him laugh on the phone when I said, my car isn't under warranty. Probably a bad sign. You should have checked the check engine light, but you didn't because you know how expensive it is to fix your car once it's out of warranty. One chip now in a car you can't afford it. It's thousand dollars, two thousand, three, five thousand dollars. Some of these covered repairs with Car Shield is by far the best in the business. You're going to get great customer service, roadside assistance, a mechanic of your choice to fix the car, a rental car. While that's happening, the Car Shield d deals directly with the mechanic. Doesn't matter if they're at the dealership or wherever. You don't have to wait for a check to come in from Car Shield. They take care of it with the mechanic. Drive your car with confidence with carshield.com. Carshield.com. Use the promo code BECK and you're going to save 10%. Deductible may apply. Carshield.com. 800 665
2157. And don't forget to pick up Aaron Watson's brand new album, American Soul. You can get the details at AaronWatson.com. On Twitter, Aaron underscore Watson. This is the Glenn Beck Program. I mentioned AJR. We were just talking to Aaron Watson. He's got a great new album out called American Soul. Uh, and we were just talking uh, off air here about a group I mentioned. Stu had never heard of AJR. I don't know if you have either. My son, about a year ago, introduced them to me, and I absolutely love them. Now, this is going to destroy their career, this segment. Um, and they'll probably have to come out and say, that guy, we hate that guy. I get it. I get it. Um, but uh, it, it, they're, they're so positive. Their lyrics are so relatable. Music, I mean, if I were still a music programmer, uh, <laughs> I would be playing all of their music. I don't even know if they're big. That's another thing that had ruined a lot of artists' career. Yeah, Are you embracing their music when you well, were a music programmer. To, no, actually, it was, <laughs> no, you did pretty it well. Actually, with that. was good. I mean, I, I think I was the first pop person to play like Stone Temple Pilots and <laughs> Pearl Jam. There's a great era of yeah. this one radio station, uh, KC101 in New Haven, Connecticut. That was like the radio station I grew, listened to growing up. And the morning show back in the day was this little morning show called Glenn and Pat in yeah. the morning. Right. And then Glenn eventually got control of the music. And there's just like this one weird era where they just changed from pop music, which they played their entire history to like, cool alternative rock in the 90s like for like a year Still and a half pop, but yeah, we were uh, just following the trend we were following the trends <laughs> yeah though you could tell when glenn was in control and when he was yeah. no longer in <laughs> yeah. control because then it sucked again <laughs> but that's that's a different story um all right uh um why were we talking about that Stu? what were we talking about uh, i think we're just 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 wanted to just wanted to uh, uh, share. I, I have been listening to positive music. Uh, I should put out my playlist of positive music. I have all this, you know, like uh, just this all like Bing Crosby kind of stuff. All that era of standards that are that are all positive. And I've just been trying to pump myself up with positive music, um, spiritual music, uh, just and it, it makes a difference. It really does. Yeah. Makes a difference. I know. I, I'm very excited about the uh, inauguration playlist from the Biden administration. Which, oh, my oh gosh. I clicked on that right away. Yeah. Right to get to it. It was yeah. it's fantastic. Have you heard that new uh, song from Reason.com? The new song from Reason.com? Yeah. yeah. I think I think I you don't. Might like it. I don't have that artist on my playlist. Really? Reason.com. Yeah. Like. Remy from Reason.com. Yeah. Oh, okay. Th- there's a new song out from him. Uh, it's it's it got a little Gavin Newsom flair to it, I would say. Yeah. I think you might like it. Yeah. Go ahead. Yo, man. Yo. Open up, man. (laughs) Yo, what you want, man? My constituents just caught me. You let them catch you? I don't know how I let this happen. Wait, where? The place next door, you know? Wait, I thought you ordered all the restaurants to close. Man, I don't know what to do. Just say it wasn't you. All right. Voter came in and they caught me red-handed eating at the place next door. Were there a lot of people there? Picture this, it was not that vacant. Like a hundred peeps or more. How could I? gatherings just a prime example of a really big hypocrisy you don't understand we're not like other creatures you do 
not apply to us, we are the leaders Voters can't be trusted to be indoor eaters They are more contagious after all, they're mouth breathers Just tell them it's important to follow all the law How any violation might kill a grandma While you do what you want, even pardoning laws Mr. Mayor, how would you prefer your foie gras? Donated Sir, we saw you at a party It wasn't me Eating at the French Laundry It wasn't me You even had the clam chowder It wasn't me Sir, we got you on camera It wasn't me You said we can't be super spreading It wasn't me So I missed my brother's wedding It wasn't me You jailed a barber for hairdressing I have a wedding This is getting upsetting this is from reason.com he is really really talented yeah uh it, look at how good the right is getting at these things do you remember just 10 years ago nobody was doing this nobody could pump stuff yeah. out and have it really good quality and have it be competitive yeah and reasons obviously like libertarian a little bit yeah but i mean like look at some of the stuff stephen crowder's been doing i mean uh, it's just blaze over the past yeah, few years Jeez. just brilliant yeah. stuff and we're starting to have a stable of these people you know nicole arbor she is mm. she's taken off uh online yeah and i um, mean <laughs> if you lose the culture war you lose everything we've lost the culture war but we are making great strides and i think that's why they're trying to shut the right up because we're growing as a group of people we're growing and we're learning how to tell good stories produce funny things uh and and be competitive that's really a big accomplishment yeah and it's a much better pursuit than sitting around trying to figure out who to boycott and who to ban yeah you know? I mean, even Jason Whitlock, he's on our um, uh, podcast this uh, this weekend. If you don't subscribe to The Blaze, uh, you'll have to wait until tomorrow. It's been up since yesterday for Blaze TV subscribers. Um, but uh, you can get it wherever you get your podcast tomorrow. Jason Whitlock is the sports writer. He is really great and very positive. Let me play a couple of clips here from uh, the podcast from this weekend. Here he is talking about sports and politics. In order to overtake baseball. Football became more patriotic yeah. than even baseball. Right. The military flyovers, the national anthems before the game, all of that. They, they, foot, the NFL tried to make you feel like the most patriotic thing you can do on a Sunday is go to church and watch football. Yep. And, and it was a brilliant business strategy that catapulted football to where it's America's national pastime. It's something that... I authentically believe in sports do teach the values that sure best exemplify America. Uh, but I think that, and again, this is really big picture, but we're starting to now really understand it. Like China and our competitors figured out if you really want to influence American culture, you have to get in the sports world. You uh -huh. have to influence that. Yeah. If you can turn that left, Marxist, progressive, whatever, then you have a chance to really influence American culture and spin the whole culture so in a negative direction. When did this when did this happen? Because it seems like to an outside observer, the American pastime, American football. It was always America. And then it's seemingly on the outside on a dime. All of a sudden, it's hate America. And this is what's wrong with America and preaching all the time. And when did that happen? And why did that happen? 
I don't think it was on a dime and there's been a process, but go look at, and again, I'm not some super harsh Barack Obama critic, but I'm just let the facts speak for themselves. Barack Obama intentionally partnered with ESPN mm-hmm. because he wanted to get to speak to that sports audience. Right. And he he every year, the NCAA tournament, Barack Obama filling out his bracket. Right. Uh, Barack Obama, the greatest basketball fan in the history of the presidency. Yeah. Let's go do sh- uh, short stories on Barack playing basketball in the backyard of the White House. And let's Barack at NBA games. And so there was like a process of like, let, let's move left-wing stuff into the sports world. The other thing as it relates to basketball, and that was Barack Obama's big thing, Nike, the shoe company. Nike is a much bigger business, five, six times much more lucrative than the NBA. Mm -hmm. Nike actually runs the NBA. The NBA Mm -hmm. is a marketing arm of Nike. Nike's relationship with China is the key to all of this. You don't want to miss uh, this interview with Jason Whitlock. Again, uh, unless you're a subscriber to The Blaze, you have to wait until tomorrow at 3 p.m. and it will be released wherever you get your podcast. Well worth a listen. Doug lives in Colorado. He's one of those uh, people who enjoy hiking and riding a bicycle. That's the thing I don't like about living out west by the mountains is everybody's so in shape. And they're like, isn't the outdoor great? Don't you love to hike? No, I don't. It's a ma- it's a mountain. Put a road over it and I'll drive over it. Hike. What are you talking about? <laughs> anyway, well, he started to experience really bad pain in his joints. And he thought he wasn't going to be able to live the lifestyle that he has always wanted to live. Then all of a sudden he hears about a relief factor and he thinks I might as well give it a try. He's a listener to our program. He did just a couple of weeks into taking it. He said, my my feelings in my joints start to feel better. Everything starts to feel much better. He went and uh, he ordered more. He started hiking and riding his bicycle again. Some people never learn. That's what they built cars for. If, if God would have wanted us to do all that stuff, he wouldn't have given us wheelchairs. Anyway, relief factor. It's not, it's not a drug. It was developed by doctors. And you get the three-week quick start now for only $19.95. See the difference. A drug-free and natural way to get your life back is relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. This is the Glenn Beck program. It is Friday. I want to give you an update and actually a correction from last hour. Uh, I, I don't have I don't have this uh, for sure, but it makes me feel better. We're still waiting for AP to confirm this because it's still popping up online. Um, but I told you last hour that I saw a story yesterday and couldn't find it on Google. Um, and it was about the new. um Assistant Secretary of Health, Rachel Levine, who is transgender and uh, and was the health secretary of the the uh, uh, state of Pennsylvania. And she had said, according to the story I saw yesterday, she had said that uh, she was looking at misnaming and uh, misgendering as a mental illness. I, I as I told you last hour, 
I don't think she was proposing that. It was just something off the cuff. I had only seen that one story, and I was trying to look for it and couldn't find it. Uh, it looks as though uh, the news story uh, the author has deleted, but it's still up on uh, Internet blogs. Uh, so it, we're waiting for the AP to confirm, but it looks like it's not true. What is true, Twitter has banned misgendering on its platform, and Canadian human rights law now says it's a form of discrimination. But it is not a mental illness at this point, which would be a really bad move. Now, here's what I'm really upset about. A, that I aired that um, before correction, and I may not. I'm thinking that I should correct it now, but I still don't even have verification from AP that I should. But I'm just uh, in the in just being cautious on this. Um, what I'm really mad about is that somebody out there is giving these people ideas. Stop giving them <laughs> ideas. They'll do these crazy things. Stop it. Stop it. Uh, let me go to uh, Colin in Oklahoma. Hello, Colin. Hey, how you doing? Very sir? good. Welcome. Thank you. Uh, so I had something interesting. I'm actually at work, so if you hear loud noises behind me, just ignore them. It's all right. Um, <laughs> uh, I was. I saw something on Facebook. There was somebody posted something. It was a short video, no description. And if you typed in, they typed in Antifa.com into a Google search. And it took you to the White House website, whitehouse.gov. Now, during the campaign, if you typed in Antifa.com, it went to Joe Biden's fundraising website, which, you know, was interesting. And I don't know if it's legitimate. No, it's I, legitimate. I, I highly doubt I, yeah. Antifa.com is owned by Antifa. It's probably somebody very smart that uh is making some political commentary because it is true uh i just typed in antifa.com and it does go right to the white house <laughs> yeah i think i believe it's someone on the right who has mm-hmm. taken the uh yeah. web address and has done something fun with it mm-hmm. uh to make a little bit of a point which is weird because you know there's antifa is just an idea anyway yeah, we right. know Anybody it's not a, it's not a real it. group yeah. just an idea yeah. so I, I will tell you it reminds me of uh, uh the story of uh, glenbeck.com with one n uh, that I tried for years to buy from this guy. And, um, and he was, he was a squatter and he wouldn't do it and wouldn't do it, wouldn't do it. And we offered him, I think we offered him up to a hundred thousand dollars. The last offer was a hundred thousand dollars for Glenn with one N glennbeck.com and he wouldn't do it. And he said he was going to make it into a porn site because he hated me, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And uh, so we had one of our guys that works with us who is really, really good he bounced his connection online through all kinds of countries. And I think he said he was over in Thailand or something like that and made it look like he was coming from there. And he said, oh, I hate Glenn Beck. I want to I'm going to make this into the worst, most vile porn site ever. <laughs> and the guy was like, well, I not know if I, I really have time to do it, but you're really going to do that. And he's like, oh, you sell it to me for I don't know. I'm kind of broke. Five grand. The guy sold it to him, which was me and my company. For five grand and i just remember thinking boy you're really stupid <laughs> a week ago you would have had a hundred grand now you got five and it's going to redirect you now to glenbeck.com which it does i just uh just yeah. check so maybe mm-hmm. that's the same story antifa they were like i you know i don't know what to do we 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 want to you know we want to promote joe biden 
Uh, and uh, and so we're just going to redirect everything there. And we didn't make any money on it because we don't believe in money. I, I, I mean, maybe it could be. I, that. Mean, I don't. It's most likely somebody who doesn't like Antifa or Joe Biden. It seems <laughs> weird that an anarchist group would have a website. They do, though. They are very, very active online on a lot of no, uh, online, capitalist uh, com- companies' uh, property, too. Yeah, I understand online, but a website requires, you know, you got to have an IT person. They're building it. You have to have, okay, what are we going to put on it? People that are going to populate it. I mean, it just doesn't. It seems too organized Yeah, for uh, people who believe they say they believe in uh, in anarchy. You know, you think it's tough to wrangle libertarians. Imagine if you're an anarchist. <laughs> How do you have meetings? I, I mean, <laughs> who runs the meeting? The good news is, for us, we know that Antifa, they're actually communists. And uh, they really like order. So they know how to organize things. You know, like death camps, gulags, mm. uh, you know, uprisings, revolutions, those kinds of things. But I don't think that's their website. <laughs> Thank you for calling in. Have a safe weekend. We'll see you on the podcast this weekend.